Dude, they should have swept them. It, you know, or five. So they, they finally. F- I'm not going to answer. Man. I can't hear you now, bro. <laughs> That's going to blooper real now. That's going to be in a blooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. You're currently listening to episode 52 this week. This is our free episode, new episodes. We're going to try and do it every Sunday, every every Thursday now. Every, or we're testing this stuff out, but it's the first week here we are. So, welcome back to another episode. We're back for a short episode, like 30 minutes, but we appreciate everybody tuning in. This week, uh, we're trying to cipher some stuff up, decipher some things. So we're trying to split the NBA and get more coverage on it to that's why we're doing two episodes. So right now actually the Sixers and Nets game is going on, which has been the main topic probably this week, probably the last couple of weeks as well with the Simmons trade and the Kyrie Irving and playing and Duran and everyone. There's a whole bunch of stuff with the Nets and the Sixers. So uh, James Harden is playing as well, but First thing, might as well not be. If, might as well not be. Yeah. First thing, the you know the Ben Simmons got booed right away. I've been looking at the stuff on Twitter and Instagram. He got booed coming out of the. They were saying coming F out of Ben the, Simmons coming out of the court. They're chanting F Ben Simmons. There's a that currently no. They are the Nets are up one twenty eight ninety three though. So, uh, your thoughts, gentlemen, on this issue on the Sixers booing? There's this whole thing with Westbrook as well. Westbrook as well this week has also come out and stated that the fans, that the fans, uh, Westbrook calling him Westbrook and calling him names, has affected his teammates or has affected his family from coming to the games, and his family doesn't want to go to the games now because they're just going to get names tossed they don't want to hear their father get names tossed at him as well so you think it's okay for the fans to be booing ben simmons like this yes or no what are your thoughts will uh, yeah or Muhammad? Yeah. I, i'll just say real quick the westbrook thing dude he's been called westbrook for years i don't i don't totally understand why that's suddenly becoming a huge deal but uh yeah you know. that's facts yeah it's become a huge deal because it's just he's not playing well. So well, he and, and he's on the Lake. I mean, it's because he's on the Lakers. That's what it that's the real reason. And he's playing with LeBron. Like LeBron, whether you like it or not, playing with LeBron is gonna amplify everything about you. Your best, your best traits are gonna be amplified, and then your worst are gonna be amplified. So yep. you know. the death threats aspect of it is obviously uncalled for. That that's not. Like, don't – you can't do that as a fan, bro. You can't do that to a person, period. Like, that's uncalled for. But the Westbrook – oh, boy. <laughs> the Westbrook thing, he's been called Westbrook for his life, like, his whole career, as far as I know, um, at least since I've really followed him. But um, here's the thing, dude. I feel like Westbrook's using this as an excuse to – not not an excuse, but, like – as reason to just be emotional and get mad at the fans um mm-hmm. and and mad at other people and try and maybe not necessarily deflect blame but kind of um 
because you know he's playing terrible but he's also not playing terrible but like he's playing bad enough he's not playing to what he should be playing to let's put it that way because he's not playing terrible but you know, it comes with criticism, as Chris Broussard has said. Uh, Jack Jack doesn't like when we mention other people's names, but Chris, I, I watched their shows, and Chris said this really well, and it, it's just true. If you're in the public's eye, you, you're going to get criticized. Not everybody's going to like you. That's just how it is. But death threats, that's too far. That You should never do that. Yeah. Um, on the Westbrook stuff, it's, it's bogus, dude, for real, because the, the whole death threat thing, is that's going too far, and it's just – I don't understand how people could do such thing to people that don't really affect the, the franchise at all. And, you know, the Westbrook thing is all justified. He's playing bad. You're playing for one of the probably the most popular NBA team of all time. So it's going to come with all the criticism. So I, I feel his pain. I, I never, I'm never going to bash players for latching out because I do understand the mental toll it takes, you know, for being a, an athlete and then having people on the internet call you names and, you know, you know, threatening your family and stuff like that. So I, I understand why he would lash out, but the whole death threat stuff is that's that's doing too much. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing, Zach, real quick. Um why bring his family into it, Zach? Why why do you need to bring his family into it? Yeah, you know? it's facts. Yeah. Um the death threats are not it. Uh you know, personally, I think he's he's been okay with this stuff. You know, that's I think Westbrook is he's not. He, I don't think I don't think Westbrook is like a wuss. Like he doesn't back away from anything. I think so. I think that's the type of player he is. So he's been able to with, with endure it and all the all, all this negative stuff that's he's been talking that's happened to him, the criticism that he's gotten this year. He's been able to endure it. I think. But as soon as you know the family and everything gets involved in, then that's I think that's the point where you cross, you cross the line. Uh, and I understand why he came out and said to the media about it, talk to the media about it, because it makes sense. You know, if, if he was just talking about it, like first pers- personally, just himself, then I'd be like, well, that's kind of a wuss move, but to bring your family into it and not let them and not have them be able to go to games, like that's way past it. I think. So I think the Lakers fans are obviously <laughs> very passionate about the team, but at some point, it's like you got to just accept Westbrook for for who he is and what he's doing with the Lakers. Even if it's bad, you just got to live with it. So, I mean, to be fair, he's doing exactly what he's done in his career. I think he's shooting almost to the percentage, the exact same percentage for, as his career percent. Yeah. You know, he's right around the same amount of turnovers. He, he is who but, he is. He's underneath. exactly who they thought yeah, but, he'd be. Yeah, but he is. He could be. He could. He could be having great games. But if they lose and he yeah, has, yeah. he bricks a shot off the backboard at least once a game, it's not going to matter. You know? But he can pass up a layup last night to win the yeah, game. LeBron. And, you know, it'll be fine. LeBron, yeah. <laughs> so Double standards, huh? As I, I don't know. I seem to recall Ben know. Simmons doing something similar and getting. F. Ben Simmons chance the next time he enters the stadium to play. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't yeah. know. You know, I, we're talking about Westbrook not being weak, but I swear to God, bro, the Ben Simmons stuff <laughs> is probably, I know I get on Durant for that, the, the, that move uh, to the Warriors is the weakest move in NBA history, but this Simmons thing might be, might be weaker, bro. Might, it might be weaker because, he didn't. He didn't choose. 
I know, answer. but but he's just been such a drama queen about everything. I feel like, and I feel like he's shifted his standpoint from the mental health stuff. I feel like it was originally I don't like the team. They've said some bad stuff about me. This conflict, the chemistry. He's he wasn't getting along with the team, and it was the managers and players' fault. But now he was he's saying it's my mental health is playing a major factor. So suddenly it shifted to that, and I'm not. You know, criticizing mental health, everyone, yeah, everyone, I stress that enough. You know, everyone has their struggles with mental health and we all have to work through it and be better about talking about it and having conversations about it. But I mean, Ben Simmons, uh, to, to shift onto that has been crazy. Um, and he just got a, he does not, has not shown good, good things to deal with it. I mean, he was talking, I remember Shaq, sorry, I know, I remember I'm rambling here a little bit, but I remember Shaq was talking about how, you know, Ben, he was talking to, he was DMing Ben on Instagram to, you know, stop talking. You're messing your money up. And he's just being critic. He's just being constructive criticism and Ben can't handle that. Um, so I, I, I don't, I, what are your thoughts on the Ben Simmons thing with the fans booing him? Do you think he deserves, I mean, we already just, we, were, we just talked about him booing. Do you think he deserves to get booed? Do you think they should shut up? Do you think this is a weak move? Where is it? I mean, we all expected him to get booed. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just surprised that he actually like sat on the bench. I thought that was pretty. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but you know, it's just yeah, bold. Yeah, it's more um, than I thought he'd do. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. it's it's Philly, of course. Philly's notorious for having really passionate fans. So of course he's gonna have chance of you know whatever they said today. But I, 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 I give him props for actually being out there. He actually came out in warm-ups, you know, warmed up and stuff like that. So um, I'm not, like, I, like I said before, like, you know, Ben Simmons, if he's claiming, you know, he's actually claimed the whole mental health thing. And I've seen that he's going to take some legal action too. Yeah, about something no. like money yeah that's wild. So I'm, I'm not going to speak on things I don't, I don't have a lot of knowledge about. But, I mean, after what they did to the Sixers today, <laughs> I mean, he, he should look at this game and be like, okay, this, this is the team I'm on right now, and I could, if I come on the court, we're going to be just as better. So just yeah, try to get back I, as soon as possible. I haven't finished the game yet. I got four minutes left. But, um, dude, they, they annihilated them. That's And it's sad. I mean, Prince Prince asked me what's happening. I was like, let me sum it up for you. KD and Kyrie are going off, and James Harden and Joel and Dean aren't doing anything. I mean, James Harden was horrid. horrid. For some reason, this man – in the biggest games just does not show up. He was horrible. He is, and Bede yeah. was horrible. And the, the, the Nets defensive plan this whole game has just been seemingly, um, we don't care. Let him be, try and beat us. We're just going to follow. They seem to follow him. They followed him an incredible amount of times. Make some, mm-hmm. you know, just do whatever. Their defense was phenomenal, phenomenal. And they don't even have Ben, ben Simmons. I don't, I don't know if it's like, because the Nets haven't played this way all year. So it's like making me wonder if they're playing up to the competition, you know, because um, their defense is not like this. Um, Embiid, Embiid and Harden just so bad, dude. Um, KD, KD's offense tonight really pissed me off. Like it, it just was really boring for me to watch. Uh, he still makes his stupid shots that just piss me off. Like I don't even know why he makes them, but uh, and Kyrie, you know, nuts. But it really – I think it comes down to Harden. First of all, Tobias Harris is going to get a ton of hate this year. I know he is. But Toby was their only guy tonight that was really consistent as far as I'm concerned. 
um, or at least semi-consistent. But the reason the Nets annihilated them is because their bench, their role players showed up. Seth Curry was amazing. Bruce Brown was amazing. Claxton had good minutes. Uh, Drummond had great minutes. You know, everybody showed up to play. And I think it's because I think this uh, – speaks volumes to how they are, how they feel about Simmons. Maybe it's it's showing, hey, we're with you. You know, we support you. Let me get to the Simmons thing here. I've been arguing with some people on Instagram. Oh boy. Um, I didn't really argue. I just said something to trigger them, and then they they just went, they just started doing that LeBron meme to me. You know, Muhammad where they just what's the second one? The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the way I see this Simmons thing, first of all, I don't think he deserved to be booed. Um, I understand why it happened. Like I knew it was going to happen. I definitely don't think the F Ben Simmons thing was necessary. Um, so I I knew it was going to happen. I just don't think that it is, he deserved it. Um, because here's the thing is that the way I see all this is that the Sixers fans are just looking for a scapegoat. They're looking for somebody to blame for the past five years of mediocrity. All right. Cause they've had really good teams, really, really good teams. These past five years, they haven't even made a conference finals. They couldn't even beat the Kawhi led Toronto rap. And I know they won the finals, but like you look at those rosters. Are you kidding me? Like why? Wow. Into that series, I was like, dude, yep. six years. They they found a scapegoat now, and they're just they're just blaming Ben Simmons because he's an easy reason. He had one iconic play that was terrible, right? He passed up a dunk. Now we found a guy to blame. And when I was debating these guys on on Instagram or whatever, I didn't really debate them. I just said one comment because you know I don't I don't want to get in that. I, I'm too pop. You know I got an image to maintain. I don't want to you know affect that. Um. Uh-huh. But they, yeah. they're saying, oh, yeah, our, our second best player averaged three points in the playoffs. And I was like, okay, so you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe he had one game like that. I don't think that's actually true. But point, case in point, they, they found a guy to blame. And that's they are putting all of this on Ben Simmons. When it, The reality is Philly has had great teams for a long time, and they have not gotten it done. It's not all his fault. Right. There's a lot of other things. Jimmy Butler got up and out of there. And I think Jimmy G, Jimmy G buckets. Let me get that. You know, let's not confuse that with uh, Jimmy Gag. Um, what, what's the G stand for? G? Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> G stands for Gerard. G stands for Gets. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler is known around the league as a. Um, uh, workhorse. I mean, how do you want to say it? Uh, he's like a respected player. Like people know his drive. If Jimmy yeah. Butler wanted up out of there, that means there is something else going on. Like it's not great culture or something. So I, I, I don't, you know, make a, a short story long, you know, what I did. Basically they, I understand that I knew he was getting to get booed, but Philly fans, if you're listening, I know we got millions out there. You guys are walking out of the stadium 20 minutes early tonight, all right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to blame that on Ben Simmons, too, for getting annihilated by a Nets team that didn't even have Ben Simmons? You okay. kidding me? Yeah. And you guys yeah. now might get Bradley Beal. I mean, what's going to be the excuse if that happens? You can't blame it on him. He's not the reason they've, they've choked series away for the past five years. Uh, it maybe he had a huge impact against Atlanta. 
I'm not going to deny that, but, you know, they're, they're just looking for somebody to blame. I think it's just because it looks like he quit on the team. I think that's the main reason. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because, you know. It's just how fans are going to react. Any, anytime there's an ugly um, fallout for the player in the franchise, you know. with, with The fans are always fans, going to side with the people who stay there. And and yeah. oil, yeah, yeah. So, that's basically. And you're, yeah, I I get that. I just think you know, like I said, the day, the week, the week it happened. I told you guys, I was like, I heard what Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid said. I told you guys, it's over. That's it. Is never you're never coming back from that. Now, granted, mature adults maybe could, but we're not talking about that. Maybe. Yeah. So I I understand the fan. I understand that, but I think you know. I guess what I'm mostly saying is based on what I see on social media and, and I'm just like, he's gone now. You got James Harden who most people would say is a better player, but what's going to be the excuse this year when you choke. All right. Make me eat my words. If I eat my words, like I did with the Raptors, you know, after so long then I eat my words, I'm okay with that. But when they choke again this year, who's to blame? Is it going to be Harden? You see how hard play tonight and, I wouldn't be surprised if he has games like that in the playoffs. I won't so. either. I won't be surprised if tomorrow we find out he has a hurt hamstring again. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, he did not play well tonight. Uh, he was three for 17 from the floor for 11 Yikes. points. Were they all threes? Uh, no, that's just from the floor. The threes from three, he was three for seven. Yeah, so he was three for 11. Or he was three, three for, for 17 nine, from nine, the floor and all I the said. shots. He was three for 17 from two and three for seven from three. Oh, so he took 24 shots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. And then you're right. They did follow and beat a lot. He had 19 trips to the – he was 15 for 19 from free throws. So they were following him like crazy. Um, uh, though they weren't following him. Embiid was just over-exaggerating, getting touched, and now the rest just – Took yeah, on the yeah. whistle. Like this. All right. Well, and and the and Sixers. He was, he was five for seventeen. Um, yeah, awful. And then he was also he so he had he, he had twenty layups. He had twenty seven points and twelve rebounds, but. Minus that's why you can't look at stat sheets. They were Casual, minus, was, yeah, uh, box yeah. score watchers. That's that's terrible. I mean, that's he was great. a he was a minus thirty. He he. One and of the was also, Harden was also a minus thirty. Damn. One of the big things I thought that the Sixers – Sixers should be better defensively. I don't, I don't know why they aren't, I guess. No, Matisse – first of all, Matisse Thibault's defense is unbelievable. He played phenomenally on Durant. And I think he bothered Durant a lot. But their their issue was they – their game plan was apparently we're going to double-team KD anytime he touches the ball. Every time he touched the ball, they, they doubled him. But they didn't they didn't rotate at all. And and I don't know how many shots I counted that they got wide open, dunks, threes, whatever, out of the double team because the Sixers just don't rotate. It's like if you're gonna double, I don't know if that's on coaching. Like part of me feels like that's on Doc. If your your game plan is double KD, you gotta rotate. That's just basketball one on one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is a huge loss for the Sixers, though, because there's a lot of hype about the Sixers. You know, Ben Simmons is out. This is a time for them to really show him. You're booing him, too, at at uh, West Fargo Center. I mean, 
this is this is a big game for them for them and they got blown out they got embarrassed and the Harden did not play like the trade package that everyone says he is and so it's it not as tough. bad as the Lakers losing to the Rockets but it's that was pretty bad as well it's pretty it's pretty close in my mind in terms of just like mental Im- or expectation impact you know only yeah, I only say because obviously the Lakers losing the Rockets is like potentially all-time low but I'm just saying in terms of the moment this was like all of Philly probably expected them to just annihilate let's go out there and show them who's boss yeah blah 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 especially didn't, they, didn't they just lose recently too for the Phil- uh, Philly yeah, they, they beat the no the Brooklyn lost to the Celtics like that was a big yep. loss for them and I thought that, that I definitely thought they were going to lose after that game but they blew them out so man but I mean Kyrie makes a big difference a really big difference yeah that's true they need him they got to hope that that thing gets uplifted that that, that uh mandate because the mandate that's yeah they need him if Simmons isn't playing we've been talking about that yeah you know but um what was I gonna say I don't even remember man it's so late man my bedtime is soon you believe that and uh yeah so the nets are currently eight seed right now they're on two game win streak the sixers are seven three in their last 10 and and the three seed but like i just said they just had a big loss so you never know what's going to happen after this my question to you guys right now is do you think james harden like i'm first of all he might be my least favorite player in that media to watch i've texted you guys that i Mm -hmm. think he might be we've known that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um, do you guys think he's like genuinely capable of just showing up in big games? Because I've I've seriously over the past few years started to question it. Bro, I've been thinking about this, and I don't know if I've said this before, but when you watched what he did against the Spurs in 2017 <laughs> when Kawhi went out, and the Spurs didn't have Kawhi, and they still blew out the Rockets, and James Ryan looks like he didn't want to be there anymore. And then um I said this before the bubble when he played the Lakers in the second round. He just after the first game, he just looked like he didn't want to play anymore. I'm telling y'all, like he looks like he just gives up and he's just like a, I don't want to say to me like disrespectful things, but he just doesn't seem like the guy that has the drive to be, you know. Can he could face like you know adversity or something? Yeah, and it looked like that tonight. So KD and Kyrie play like they wanted to you know blow them out and they did, and I don't know. I don't even think they played the fourth quarter. They didn't. Or but K- KD those, barely played the fourth. Those first two quarters, you could tell KD and Kyrie wanted it. They wanted this win bad. And Hard didn't look like he didn't want to take no parts with this. So, Yeah, I agree. He's always had uh, – yeah. Like, when you saw the beginning of, that, beginning of the episode, Will, like, he always just somehow does not perform to the best of his ability in the high perform in the, the big games. I wonder how he'll body language. Language. look at the body language. Yeah, facts. We've been talking about the body language since the trade deadline, too. Muhammad brought guys... that up multiple times. Just look at the body language. He's not in it. We've done, yeah. Muhammad always brings up, he's not in it. And I, we all recognize it when they post highlights and you see him drugging, drugging along. It looks like he's got the fat suit on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dragging his feet. <laughs> Bro walking around like Eeyore. 
You guys are bro. You guys, you guys remember uh, that there. tweet? <laughs> you guys remember that tweet from uh, I think it was from a, a Nets no. columnist that was like Harden. Harden thought it would be easy. He want he wants he wanted to be on the Nets because he thought it would be easy. And then when you know Kyrie obviously did won't get his vaccine right, so he can't play half the games. James Harden wanted out because he didn't want to have to like he was expecting it to be easier. So the reason I'm saying this is I wonder how long it'll take for him to want out of Philly when he realizes it's not that easy, you know? Like, even as good as that team is, they still had to give up some significant pieces to get Harden. I mean, Seth Curry's Seth Curry's a big – I'm going to count have, him as a big Max, They have Maxi, they have yeah, Tobias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Well, they have, they, scoring is not a problem. The, no. Their team should be good enough. Their, their is, team should be good, good enough. enough. It's, good, it's enough. good enough every year. It's good enough. Like you said, and it's good enough every year. They they this is and and you have to, we we heart back to this all the time. You gotta the window is now because Joel Embiid has never, knock on wood, had a season this healthy. He just hasn't. He's not, no. Yep. And he's too big. He doesn't take care of himself. Maybe he does now. I don't know. But like you don't have a lot of chances here this, this yeah. the window is very short you know, especially with a guy like Joel Embiid if he's your leader and then Harden who you don't want to be your leader because as soon as the going or the tough the the what what god sack when the going gets tough the tough get going yeah I was gonna I was gonna say the opposite the tough get fat or whatever or something <laughs> or whatever you said last week the tough leave <laughs> yeah, hard, we know hard, when hard gets, to dip out. When the going gets tough, the weak leave. And some people think that Harden's weak. I mean, I haven't seen him really step up to a challenge ever in his NBA career. You know, really. I mean, I mean, I'll give him props with those Warriors. I think 2018, 2019, even though they didn't close him out, he did. Right. Yeah, a good series. Maybe that was the breaking point for him. After that, he was like, Oh no, but well, remember but after that, they lost in 2019, he's like, Oh, I know exactly what we have to do when they were asking like post, like you know, postseason press conference. Oh, right, I remember that, yeah. And then they traded, uh, they got rid of Paul, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and we got Brody. They still ended up, <laughs> they even make it as far as they did with Chris Paul. So, yo, yeah. I, I'm gonna just say this, I'm gonna just throw this information out, it's factual, so you take and do with it as you will. People criticize KD for playing with some superstars, right? Some legit, unbelievable talents. They criticize LeBron for doing the same thing. People criticize Westbrook for the same thing. What about James Harden? I mean, Westbrook? Yeah. I feel like Harden's Harden's criticized more than Westbrook. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, hey, he, you know, Westbrook's played with a lot of great players and it hasn't worked, right? That's that's a thing that's said. I mean, he's been. I mean, uh, I guess. Years, yeah, he was contending for a championship. I wouldn't say. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like people are like, "Hey, Westbrook played with Beal. He played with KD. He played with Harden. He, okay, he yeah, played yeah. with Harden twice. He's now played with LeBron. It hasn't worked any time, and he hasn't got a championship. People yeah. say the same thing about KD. He's played with unbelievable players. Granted, he's won a championship, but he always has stacked teams. Same thing with LeBron. Harden's played with some really good players. And if it, it, if it hasn't does, happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. If it doesn't work right now with the Sixers and Embiid, like it might be over. 
It's over. It's over. Final thoughts, gentlemen. I don't want to hear point. nothing about he's better than D Wade or Allen Iverson or I don't want to hear any Oakland. of that right now, anyways. So I mean it, it's there's a lot of chatter about this. So yeah, those are probably the fans that left early today. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. Say, they're probably they're probably <laughs> going over to a different stadium to watch a different team that then became a fan. Uh, I saw tonight. somebody I saw a bunch of Harden fans saying he's better than fucking Magic Johnson on Twitter the other day, bro. <laughs> They were posting his stats. I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. Box score watches. It was hilarious. Yeah. I I don't know. I saw it like so many times, too, underneath the Harden tweets. Um. And today was a good example of that meme. The A Harden were down scoring. I just ate 46. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's a classic right there. Yikes. Ben put, Simmons, too. Again. I'm about to put that one in again because it's accurate now. <laughs> it was the Ben Simmons one. That didn't apply tonight, right? That didn't apply, uh, no. Uh, they should make that one? I can't remember. Hey, ben like, Simmons, uh, we're up 30. Yeah. You want to come in? Nah. Nah. He's got a 10 game. Oh, he's got, he's got, got a 10 game. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> all right, though. Uh, hilarious uh we mostly just covered you know Simmons today um lakers also the rockets lost that's hard as well but we cover everything on twitter youtube twitter instagram uh tiktok we try to post in there too you know hit the link tree in the bottom to see everything too so we appreciate all you guys uh thanks for this episode tune in next week i'm keeping them shorter peace